making sure we all know that the best way to minister to other people is by growing our relationship with Christ and ourselves. And so ministering to ourselves will help us be equipped to go out to minister to other people. back to another episode of finding common ground i'm your host jeremiah uh, as always guys i just want to say thank you all for the support thank you for tuning in and sharing with your friends uh i would just encourage you guys to keep doing that and uh, i really am grateful for that so um today's episode is going to be about um, ministering and uh the reason as you guys know we've talked about it uh, previously in the past episodes we talked about the gospel we talked about being assured in our salvation and repentance and then today's episode is about ministering. And as you know, we are working through a progression of, okay, we're saved in Christ. Okay, now we're, we're assured in our salvation. And now we're going out to minister. The Bible tells us to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. So the Bible is telling us to go out and uh, speak to people. And so with this episode, I wanted to um, bring someone on who had experience in ministry, had um, is a pastor and someone who knows about um, the life of ministering. And what better person to get advice from and um, have a conversation with when we're when that's the goal of this episode and the goal of this podcast. So um, you guys are going to be hearing clips from this conversation I had with this gen- uh, with this person. And um, I don't want to give his name away yet because <laughs> but um, so you guys will be hearing conversations and clips from this. And um, I will give I will set up the background for the question and then I'll go to that clip. And then after the clip is over, I'll kind of summarize and then transition into the next to the next question for you guys. So it's not as uh, choppy and straightforward so you guys can understand the picture. But today's um, overarching scripture for this whole episode, I want you guys to understand it's Proverbs three verses five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding on all in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And so the reason I wanted to preface this whole podcast about proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6 trust in the lord with all your heart is because that is really what's going to equip you to go out and to minister to people if you don't have trust in the lord if you don't believe his words they're not going to give you comfort and you're not going to be able to do what they say if you don't trust in them so that's what i wanted to encompass this whole episode with is that you have to trust in the lord you have to trust in what his word says and you have to be able to um, move in that and walk in that so, guys, this first clip is uh, my pastor introducing himself and telling us where he goes, to, uh, where he preaches at and where his ministry is at and is located. And um, after this, we'll get into the question. So here's the clip of him introducing himself. Today, guys, we have a special guest. Um, I'm very honored to have him, um, have him on the show, and I'm very appreciative and grateful that he took time out of his day to come and be a part of this show and be a part of this conversation. And uh, without further ado, uh, Pastor, can you introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, Jeremiah. Uh, thank you. Good to be here. Uh, my name is Michael Hurst. I am the pastor of Elam Christian Fellowship located at 
525 East 9th Street, one block north of the Capitol. So for some of you guys that don't know, that is where I attend church as well. Um, that's why I wanted to include it because that's where I go to church. I've been there um, ever since I was a little kid, and I love it. I love the people there. It's a great place to be, and uh, hopefully you guys can come stop by and say hi and attend a Sunday service sometime. That would be that'd be wonderful once all this uh, quarantine stuff is over. But um, moving into our first question of the podcast. So we talked about how we need to lean not on our own understanding and trust in the Lord in all our ways. So the reason I want to include this question is because a lot of people – including me when I first started um, going out and speaking, one of the lies of the enemy was to try to say I'm not qualified or I'm not um, equipped to go out and minister to people or that I needed to be, oh, I needed to be a pastor. I needed to be this certain level of uh, whatever. And uh, that's why I wanted to include this first question because when I asked him, do we need to, is there any qualifications and what would you say to someone who feels unqualified? And that was the first question I asked because I wanted to tackle that issue head on. Also in his reply, he's going to mention that uh, there the text, and that was Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Um, I mentioned that in the question I had phrased him, so that's what he was referring to. So when you guys are listening, he's talking about the the scripture. Go therefore and make disciples. So here's his reply. Um, well, let me say this first off. There is no qualifications except being a twice-born, blood-bought believer. That was a great text you picked, uh, Jeremiah, at Matthew 28. But what we must understand that God will never give us an assignment that he doesn't already give us the tools to fulfill it. Okay. In that Matthew 28, when he tells them to go, if you notice, he's already given them power. He's, uh, he's already given them the anointing. He's already given them everything that they need for someone to come to Christ. Uh, uh, the Bible says, let your light so shine. So he's given them power. He's given them the light. He's given them the love. Uh, he's given them the life. So now it's just about go out and spreading the lesson of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. One thing I wanted to point out in his reply that's really important is that God, like when he said, God won't give you or call you to do anything that he hasn't already equipped you with the ability to do. That is such an important piece because we have everything we already, we already have everything we need. Like we don't need to go out and do this to go out and do that. We already have everything we need because of Christ working in us to go out and minister to people. So don't think you need to go out and uh, read all these books on being a great speaker or how to defeat all these arguments or anything. Christ is working in you. Holy spirit is working in you and you have everything you need. So, there's no there's no qualifications there no there's no hindrances there's nothing stopping you but you so just go out there share the word of God trust in God like we mentioned earlier trust in him trust in his words and go out and uh, minister to people so that moves us into our next question which was um, centered around uh, what will what we will say okay so right so we're confident and we're ready to go out and minister to people now what do I say and that's the question I asked him so we referenced uh, Matthew 10 verses 19 and 20, when you are arrested, don't worry about how to respond or what to say. God will give you the right words at the right time. For it is not you who will be speaking. It will be the spirit of your father speaking through you. One of the reasons I asked this question is because I know anxiety and worry affects a lot of us. And for me early on, this was one of the things that would cause it, worrying about what I was going to say or potentially saying the wrong thing, I guess is what really motive or brought anxiety was saying the wrong thing that could potentially move someone further away from God. And what you're going to see in his reply is the exact uh, 
way to combat combat anxiety and worry is when we don't go by what we feel we go by what the word of god says so when we have certain feelings or emotions we know we can't trust them and we can't move in them and so in his reply he's going to reference that and uh, uh here it is yes well um jeremiah as you know <laughs> i'm a bible-based guy and uh, i try to uh, live my life according to the word of god and the word of god says in philippians 4 6 be anxious for nothing but in prayer supplication and thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God. So therefore, say you want to go witness to someone. If, if, if you lack something, then you ask God for it. That's James uh, chapter 1. Whatever you lack, you don't ask him for it in faith. So you go to your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and ask him because he's the one. Acts uh, 4.12 says there's no other name under heaven whereby men and women may be saved. That's the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The, the spirit safe so we don't do it all we do is witness about the wonderful workings of god in our lives right that's good so we have no reason to be anxious because god will help us through it. absolutely it's him doing the work not you again i want to emphasize what he just did right there so when we have anxiety and emotions or things that are trying to take us away from God, we have to go to the word of God. So we have to go to what the scripture says to counteract what, whatever we're feeling. And what he did right there when he was referencing the at the end is that God's already equipped us with everything and it's not actually us doing it. It's God working through us to accomplish his goal. So there's really no need to be anxious and there's no need to uh, worry about what to say because God's going to be doing it through you. So what you guys can see is there's kind of a progression. So we talked about that we're already qualified to go out and speak because God has qualified us. Now, we know we do not have to worry about what we're going to say because God will give us the words to say and he'll speak through us. And now the next the next progression, I guess, in this episode is now what do we do when someone doesn't want to hear the word? And my pastor and I have had long conversations about um, about what, what how to handle that dynamic. And one of the verses he always brings up to me is Matthew 10 verses 14. And whoever will not receive you nor hear your words when you depart from that house or city shake the dust off your feet and this uh this next clip is his reply to when i asked him how do we handle naysayers or people who reject god and what is the correct mindset to have when we are uh, in that situation so here's the clip um you know jesus is a gentleman <laughs> you know you don't have to force him on anyone mm -hmm. um his mercy and grace and love and kindness and forgiveness speaks for itself he loved us so much he died for us. So uh, he's already become the example of what it is to be a twice-born, blood-bought believer. So therefore, when you're sharing the gospel, the Bible says in John 15, 6, I choose you. You do not choose me. So when you're witnessing to someone, if they reject it, um, it's like God told Samuel when Samuel started crying because he was trying to give people God and they wanted a king. And what did God say? He said, Samuel, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. So as you present Christ, if they reject Christ, then, you know, you got to move on. And then you have to wait. Uh, you may plant that seed for the next person to come to water it. And then God will show up and uh, give that increase. Okay. So when we're talking about... Um when you mentioned uh, it's not them rejecting us personally, it's them rejecting God? Yes. Okay. So we're not able to, we don't need to take it personal. When oh, no, it's not. No, okay. it's not personal. It's it's spiritual. Okay. And, uh, you know, that's why I said uh, they're rejecting 
Right. They're rejecting God, and that's not our. God will take care of that detail. All we continue to do is to let our light so shine so everyone can see how much we love him and what he has accomplished for us in our life. Again, I just want to emphasize in the clip one of the things that uh, that are very important when we're going out and ministering is that whenever we get pushback or rejection, we can't take it personal because like in the clip just showed, it's not them rejecting us personally. It's it's who God is and it's it's God who they're rejecting. So we have no need to get offended or be hurt by it because we know that it's not us and we know it's nothing that we're doing or saying wrong. And so that's why I, want, I wanted to point that out so we can be encouraged going out there, just speaking the truth and uh, letting it stand where it may. You know, God, uh, the Holy Spirit, We all our job is is to give them the information and then the Holy Spirit will do the rest. We plant the seed and uh, someone else can come along and water it. Um, but if it's not us, you know, like I said, shake the dust off your feet and uh, keep moving. So don't take it personal. Don't be upset. Don't cry about it. Uh, move on and head to the next person. And so moving forward into the next clip that I have, I wanted to, and this question I wanted to ask because it's really important that we go and when we're ministering to people, we are doing it with love and with kindness and showing people the same type of love that God shows us. So last week we mentioned how when we're going to talk with people, we always, we shouldn't judge, we shouldn't condemn, we shouldn't uh, point out their flaws because that's not what Christ does to us, right? When we go repent, God shows us um, his love and kindness and not condemnation. So the reason I wanted to phrase this question the way I did is because this will help us enable us to go out and minister in the correct way. So love with love and with kindness and so this verse, you guys know, is what founded my podcast, which is 1 Corinthians 9, verse 22. When I'm with those who are weak, I share their weaknesses, for I want to bring the weak to Christ. Yes, I try to find common ground with everyone, doing everything I can to save some. And that common ground in this, in this uh, context and ministering is remembering where God brought us out from and doing that same, showing that same love and kindness to other people. So when we remember where God got us out of, and we know it's only by his, his grace that we're here today. We're not going to show condemnation and hate because we know we didn't do anything. We know it was only by God's grace. So that will equip us to do, show that same type of love and grace to them when we're ministering to them. And uh, you're going to hear pastors reply to this question. And uh, here it is. Um, well, what you have to understand that, you know, the word of God is like, he wants us to know him and he wants us to study his word, which is central to our growth and development. Second um, Peter 3.18 says that we should grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So as we go out and, you know, we want to find common ground with folk, um, we want to be able to let our light shine so they can see where we are, but then be humble enough to share with them where we've been. I mean, and, you know, we've all sinned and fallen short. So, no, it's it, it's not a judging thing. It's a it's a thing where they look at you and they see the joy that you have and the joy of the Lord is your strength and that God is fighting your battles and no weapon formed against you and you display the fruits of the spirit. You know, that's attractive. Uh, darkness is attracted to light. Um, and that's why in John 1, it says in him was life and that life was the light of men. So as we go out to witness each other, to find common ground, 
what better way than love? Pastor really hit the nail on the head with this, uh, with the, with his reply right here, because love is really the key. And uh, it reminded me of a verse, 1 Peter 3, verse 15. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks ask you to give you the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. And what we see is the common theme when we're going out to ministering people. See, in this scripture, it says with gentleness and respect. And you see that all is encompassed in love. And so when we love one another and we truly care for them, we our reply that will be reflected in how we treat them and how our replies are, like with gentleness and respect. So that's why I kind of wanted to kind of point out is that when we're ministering to people, please remember that it's through love. It's through you want to get them to believe in Christ. You want to. It's not an argument. It's not a debate. It's not to point out their flaws and be right. It's not about right and wrong. It's you're doing it through love and you're doing it for a reason. And that is to bring them to Christ. So when we're going to ministering to people, just remember that has to be wrapped in love and has to be wrapped in truth. And um, you'll be you'll you'll be good. So that I wanted to point that out just because it's important. I know sometimes uh, we can get in the heat of the moment and be like, oh, well, I'm right. And they're doing this and all these things. And it's really not about right and wrong it's about showing them with love and treating them with the love that they deserve and sharing the message which is the word of god so just remember that like in like in his reply love is the best tool and the greatest tool and is all you need you just need love so um that moves us into our next question which was um kind of wanted to wrap it up in uh in a way that was meaningful i guess and um we've focused so much on well how to treat other people and what that looks like and how to handle the certain dynamics which all are very important but wrapping up i wanted to share a scripture with you guys that really has touched me and i wanted to get uh, pastor Hurst's um his uh reply to that as well which is uh second timothy chapter 2 verse 15 with study to show thyself approved unto god a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And the reason I'm pointing this out is because at the end of the day, we can minister, do all these things to people, but at the end of the day, it's just going to be us and God on judgment day. And we're going to have to give an account for everything we do here on earth. And so when the scripture says, study to show thyself un- un- approved unto God, we have to remember that, yes, we need to go out and minister and teach them and pour into their lives. But if we're not doing that ourselves, it's going to be no good. The more we minister to ourselves and build our relationship with Christ, the better equipped we are to go out and to minister to other people. And that's kind of the question I asked Pastor in this clip was, how important is it to st- make sure we are doing everything we can? Study to sh- show thyself approved is what I asked him. How important is that in not only our own lives, but in how we minister to other people as well? So that's what this next clip is about, and here it is. Yes, the Bible is very clear. Romans fourteen twelve says each man. Each woman is going to have to give their own account. And when you give that own account, Philippians 2 says, Every knee shall bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So as we move through um, our destiny, which is by design of uh, seeing Jesus and have everlasting life, uh, what we have to be able to do is reach out you know, to others and to show them our growth. And to show them our love and to show them, um, you know, how much we love God. And once we do that, then, um, you know, everything should pretty much fall into perspective after that.
Right. So would you say the more we minister to ourselves and study the word, the better equipped we are to minister to others? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, he's the vine and we're the branch. And the more you are connected to God, the more you communicate with God, the more you have confidence in God, uh, the better you'll be able to ha handle the crisis and chaos and circumstance that come into your life. Because if you abide in him and he abides in you, you can do anything. But without him, you can't do nothing. And that's really where I wanted to leave you guys off with today. Just that message of um, making sure we all know that the best way to minister to other people is by growing our relationship with Christ and ourselves. And so ministering to ourselves will help us be equipped to go out to minister to other people. And that's really the foundation of our, how powerful our ministry is is by how dedicated we are to our own ministry and ourselves and building our communion with Christ. So that's really how I wanted to leave it with you guys. And I hope you guys uh, got great advice and are um, better now equipped to go out into ministry. And uh, I thank Pastor Hurst for uh, when he hears this. Thank you for coming in. And I really appreciate it. Um, I know we had talked about it after we ended up recording it, but I wanted to give him a special shout out because He's helped me along. He's been a big instrumental part in my growth along the way, um, giving me the verses, giving me the 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 ability to speak about the gospel and really just helping me understand how to lay out a good message, how to help people um, understand the, the scriptures and paint the picture clear. And I um, wanted to give him a special shout out. Thank you. And um, before we get out of here, guys, as always, as always I'm going to leave us in prayer. And that'll be it for the episode. Heavenly Father, I want to pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, Father. I thank you for that Pastor Hurst was able to come and give us great wisdom and great guidance on how it means, what it means to go out and minister in your name, Father. I thank you that you uh, do not qual call the qualified, but you qualify the called, Father. I thank you that when we go out and minister, that it's not going to be us speaking, but it's going to be you speaking through us, Father. And I thank you that we need not be anxious or worried about what we're going to say because you will tell us what to say and it will be you speaking through us, Father. I thank you that in times of conflict and rejection, Father, that we understand that it's not us. It's not us they're rejecting and we don't need to take it personal. I thank you also that when we go out and minister to people, Father, I, help, I pray that everyone remembers that it was by your grace that we are here today able to stand in front of you as righteous, Father. I thank you that when we go out and minister that we remember where we used to be and be humble enough and transparent enough to share with those people that God brought us out of it and he can bring you out of it as well. Father, I thank you that um, at the end of the day, Father, we can do all the ministry work, but at the end of the day, we have to study to show thyself to prove unto God, our workmen that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So, Father, at the end of the day, I want to pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, Father, that we do the work ourselves in our own lives, and that will equip us to go out and minister to other people. Father, I also pray that everyone is uh, staying healthy during these times of uh, COVID-19, and I also want to encourage everyone to uh, share the Word of God. During these times, a lot of people are fearful, and uh, what better way to comfort them by bringing them the good news of Jesus Christ, and that they don't no longer have to live in fear, and that He will protect them. So, Father, I just want to encourage everyone to share the word of God, walk in the truth that he has given us, and uh, leave you with, uh, then you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And uh, whom the sun sets free, he is free indeed. And those two verses really encourage me to, uh, to go out and share your word, God. And I hope it encourages everyone else to do the same. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So uh, before we get out of here, guys, as always, I want to say, please like and share and subscribe with your friends. Uh, that would mean a lot. 
and uh, I'll see you guys next episode. Thank you.